Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. America, it was the official second single, but right. wasn't it kind of the fifth though? It, yeah, like, like worldwide, globally, I suppose it was. Yeah, it was. Um, we had gotten a lot of videos and things, but this was like this was the next single campaign mm. that you know what I mean when you know mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Which sounds um, um, it sounds lucky considering it was kind of one of the last singles, not the second major single. Like, we still had the Butterfly. Butterfly had come out. The other songs had come out. Everyone's buying the album already. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I think we have different look viewpoints on this because in America, like, those other songs, Breakdown, Butterfly, mm. those were not, like, they, were, they did not get single treatment. Mm. Like, yes, we got the video for them and it was played on the radio, mm. but it wasn't like she's out promoting them or anything. Right. So the next time that we really got anything was here in America was my all. How, like, how, that, was a, yeah. that was a campaign. How long after Honey did it come out? Um, my all was released in March of 1998. And Honey? And Honey was released in August, end of August of 97. See, that's a long gap. It's a long gap. Yeah. Because I think initially Mariah wanted Butterfly and Breakdown and The Roof yeah. to come out. But there were just problems with... The I label. think I think what she really intended um, is to have the second single be Butterfly with the roof to be the double a side mm. so two singles at once mm-hmm. that's what that was her intention but it didn't happen because the powers that be mm-hmm. um apparently disagreed or they couldn't work things out but we did get those videos right and overseas the label was re- able to release like physical singles and and all that jazz yeah so she was giving us stuff but for me here in america like i remember like oh I can't go out and buy these things. I barely see the video. I have to like watch BET or VH1 all day to find them. Yeah. Um, And then I just record them on my VCR and watch them all day. Right, right, right. (laughs) So, but this was like the official second second single. It it charted because all those other songs couldn't chart in America either. Yeah. Because they were being played and stuff, but they couldn't chart because the system. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, But people couldn't buy them, right? You can't buy them, no. Yeah, you had to buy the album. Yeah, to buy the album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, in America, we have a different view of things from like other countries. Like in Australia, you guys got all those things. Mm-hmm. You got the butterfly single, like you were saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to us, it was different because without a physical single, yeah. it's not technically a single, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or at least that's how it was back in the day. Nowadays, you don't. You just like air is floating through, and it's a single, just, uh, exactly. just on the wavelength. <laughs> yeah, but but it goes to show how powerful the song is, considering it had was released so long after the album release. Correct, and still, still did so well. Went to number one, exactly, mm-hmm. and, and number one, thirteenth number one. I think this this was the one that broke the record. For, for female? females, because yes. I think it was either Madonna or Whitney that had 12 uh-huh. and Honey was Mariah's 12th. And then this came yep. and it was the 13th. So it was a huge deal. Like mm. it was big. Mm-hmm. And so that's why she was like outperforming it all across the, the world, really. But um, 
you know, here in America, we got a lot of great performances. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite performances is the Pavarotti performance in the pink that was, dress. That's a good one. Good Love one. it. Because she goes into the dance remix. She does. I think adding the dance remix um, to the second half of these performances. Yes. Uh, like VH1 Divas. Mm-hmm. and One of um, the best. One of the best. And um, uh, Pavarotti. Yeah. Um, it sort of shows that like Mariah is trying to bring to the forefront now mm-hmm. that she does other things than just sing, stand there and sing ballads. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause and- that's the whole point of like this butterfly. She's coming out like with daydream. She was able to do these dance remixes and D- dream lover and all of these things, but they weren't in the forefront. Mm-hmm. She's making sure they're in the forefront now. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll give you yeah. your ballad, but I'm also going to give you this dance club mix. Yeah. The club mixes were only for, if you brought the single, like you had to go and have the actual CD single yourself, and Correct. you listen to it at home. Right now, she's presenting it to you on television. Exactly, showing you, look what I can do. Look, look what, what I else. can do. Like I'm broadening myself here. Um, but also, this part of the 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 um, reinvention of Mariah, she's showing you, like, no, I also do this. Yeah, as well, I can do other things. Yes, I'm I'm not that one dimensional person. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and I think it, it, it I think it uh, the impact was made definitely. But also, it's because my all is a classic ballad, in the style of classic ballad, she's not going to stand there and sing it and let you think, oh, it's just regular old Mariah, the old Mariah. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to throw the club mix on just to make sure you know what's going on here. Oh, exactly. Oh, for sure. And you know it, uh, and it also brings sort of like because my all can be like sort of like a very heartbreaking song. Mm-hmm. Um, it also brings like a fun side to it. Oh yeah, you know, an upbeatness to it. Yeah, um, which I which I love in the dance remix. Even though the dance remixes um, are not resung because she wasn't able to because she was on tour. She was in Australia. Yeah, she was. So she couldn't like do a full um resung remix, but she did um uh in Spanish. She did my all in Spanish. She did. Mi toro. Yeah. yeah. I will get into that because we have like a, a different uh, remix episode coming, so we don't yes. want to get too because we're focusing on the main song here. Uh-huh. Um but I think it is valid to point that she was doing those dance remixes out front, putting them out front. So that, yeah. that is a good thing. The one time that I can remember that she didn't in that in this era, the butterfly era, that she didn't um put the dance mix on is when she did it on Rosie Live. Oh no, she did it on Saturday Night Live without the dance remix. Uh-huh. She did it on the Oh yeah, you're right. The right. Blockbuster Awards without the remix. She did it many times. In the era? In the same era? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh okay, yeah, you're right actually. She did. It was like but it was uh, it was like Maybe half and half. Mm, I can't remember. Mm, I can't mm, remember mm. all of the performances right now. But when she did it on Rosie early in the morning, that was a great performance. One of my, it is my all-time favorite. My all, yes, ever it is history. really good. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite because there's just so many. <laughs> I know, but but you can see like the pain in her in her being. Like you can see how heavy and deep that mm-hmm. song is, mm-hmm. and to the point where Rosie had to come up to her and say at the end, like, "Cheer up." Cheer up, don't be so sad. Yeah. She was emoting um, the thing. Plus, it was early in the morning, and you know she is never 
happy early in the morning, I wouldn't be either. I know. Um, but this is sort of like a deep, sort of darker song. Yeah. I remember when I first heard this song on the album, I was like, oh, wow, this is really different for her. For her. Yeah. Like, everybody was all like, oh, like all the R&B, hip-hop, that's Mariah. She's, like, so different. She's out of her lane. Yeah. I thought this song was out of her lane mm-hmm. because it has, like, those, um, like, it has the vocals are, are very Mariah, mm-hmm. um, and the song structure of everything is very Mariah, but, like, to bring that Latin flair that, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, that to me was so new and fresh, and I was, like, instantly hooked to it, even though I had no idea what she was singing about. Oh, yeah. The low 15-year-old me, uh-huh. don't know nothing about no broken heart. Yeah, yeah. Talking about laying in the solitude. Uh-huh. I have no clue, but I loved this song. I love the feeling of it. Well, it's, it's, what's funny is it is different. It's the most, um, one of the most obscure songs on the album, but it fits in perfectly as well. Oh, absolutely. It sounds completely like a whole, like a whole other concept. Right. But perfect in it. And it flows very well. Mariah's very good. She's like the queen of sequencing mm-hmm. track lists, mm-hmm. track listings. Like, it's so good because even though technically I don't think Butterfly, when you really think of the full track listing, tells a story. But if you piece it together, it sort of really does. Yeah. It's just not as in your face as something like Rainbow would be. Right. Uh, because, for instance, like, let's start here with my all and then comes the roof and then comes um fourth of july yeah so i think those three songs coming after butterfly Hmm. that's like her in her like yearning and heartbreak moment reminiscing reminiscing of those moments oh i'm i'd risk my life to have my all like we're living in the memory of our song yeah that night on the roof that Uh night on the fourth of july like those are her like going back and being like all these amazing times that she had with this you know like young new love yeah and she's yearning for those times back well look well it's well perfect in the sequencing because look at butterfly the song if you think of it as she's singing that to the love that has gone she's let it go it's actually gone it's happening now she's in the, the hangover of that right that's sort of like I, I i totally see that because like in the in the butterfly episode you were saying how butterfly could be that song that she wanted to sing or she was singing to Derek jeter like right. you know you go mm-hmm. so i totally get that theory um and i think it makes perfect sense but i i guess w- my life with this album and my story that i put together for yeah, it yeah yeah <laughs> you know because i got my story is is more like butterfly is really more about i think it's what she wanted someone to do for her but i also think butterfly is more of an interpersonal song hmm. um for mariah because she wants to spread her wings and you know what blah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i get like the whole heartbreak thing and i remember mariah in an interview one time saying um for butterfly the album like right after it had been released everyone thought like all these heartbreak songs are like about her marriage mm. and like you know oh blah 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 because like they were like the perfect perfect married couple mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. you know cinderella fairy fairy book you know story mm-hmm. um and mariah's like it's so funny to see how these people think like it's one thing and it's absolutely nothing like that right and but everybody has their own interpretation of it yeah it, but that's the magic of um of music and art because everybody can study it and and you know it connects to them all differently oh yeah um but uh, these i do know this these three damn songs my all that's all Derek jeter right there my all roof yes yes that's them frolicking through their their young love moments i know right you know but it's you can tell the 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 pain in the song is so deep you can tell it's probably like one of her first real heartbreaks oh definitely absolutely uh-huh absolutely because i mean she had like whatever you know little high school boyfriends and yeah. y'all are probably like kissing behind the bleachers whatever you do yeah uh you know i couldn't do that up in the high school <laughs> i don't know what y'all high school people did um but and so those little heartbreaks are like nothing you know mm-hmm. they're like blips this i think because I mean, basically, her whole adulthood, she'd been with Tommy Mottola. Yes. You know, she wasn't, like, out running the streets. This was the first one. And I think with Derek Jeter being, like, you know, biracial and all of those things, there was such a connection. And him being hot, of course. Mm-hmm. Them both being hot. Like, there was a, a – that was good chemistry a there. Fire, so yeah. I feel like she was truly heartbroken for the first time here. Yes. 
Because the, the Tommy thing, she was probably relieved to get out of there. Right. She's like, yes, girl, she's throwing a party. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, she's like, oh, y'all think I'm broken down over Tommy? Oh, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> she, it was like this whole other thing because I really don't think – see, I think people – I'm trying to rack my brain and go back 20 years um, – I don't think people really knew that Mariah and Derek Jeter were together when they were together. Right. I think by the time we found out that they were together, it was the end of the relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was their their relationship was so undercover mm-hmm. to the public at least. Right. Um so like these people, like the general public don't realize that she's not singing my all uh about Tommy Matola. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. She got some other young stud over here. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. That broke her heart. That broke her heart. And now Because he doesn't care either. He's not like wowed by her because he's a big superstar. So he's just you know, it's not working out. Being a man. See you later. Yeah, whatever. Adopt her. <laughs> And there she is, all brokenhearted for the right. first time. And that's why, okay, let's talk about the lyrics of this, though, because I think she paints that heartbreak mm-hmm. very well in these lyrics. When I think of this song, I always go back to, well, nowadays I go back to, um, um, uh, After Tonight, yeah, and I Only Wanted. Yes. Because they're all sort of in that same theme. You can go on YouTube and someone people have made like... Um, a little mashup of those three. Oh yeah, because they're all sort of like in that in that story. But Latin um, um, but what I think and I think it happens best with my all and with I only wanted. They sort of are on like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that she paints these pictures in the lyrics, mm-hmm. like you know exactly what she's going through. Like mm-hmm. in my all, she's one of the first things is in her sleepless solitude tonight. I'm thinking of you. Hmm. So obviously that puts you right where she is Uh and you're like, cause we've, you know, once you lay your head down on your pillow, you start going through all the thoughts, girl Yeah. uh about, Oh, you know, I I want him back this, that, and the other. Yeah. I remember the first time, cause I discovered this when I was around 18, I went back into the butterfly album. I remember reading these lyrics and I was like, wow, this is like reading her diary. It really is. But it's even like a love letter to the, to the person who's gone. It's like just it's like finding it and reading it, and you shouldn't be reading it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, right. you shouldn't be reading this, oh, my, right? Yeah, because it's. I feel like it really puts you in her in her head. Her head, yeah. And you're like, oh, should I be here? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if I should be all up in her like this. Yes, yes, I know, right? That's how <laughs> good it is. That is how good it is, especially because when I was younger, like I didn't, I hadn't been through heartbreak or mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I could feel what she was feeling. Yes. Because and that's like the sign of like a true musical artist, yeah. you know, because like they're bringing you there with them. Yes. Not only is she painting the picture for you visually in your mind, you're feeling those same emotions. Yes. Yeah. It's like that Rosie O'Donnell performance. She has that raw emotion because she feels it. And people at 9 a.m., they're feeling it, too, girl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. crying over their cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I know, it's just such a masterful song. It really is. And some of the other lyrics that I think are really great, um, you know, I, first of all, I think the lyrics are really deep. She's about to risk her life just for one more night. Like, mm-hmm. that says a lot. That's like, how much pain she's in. Exactly. Like, she just wants that that person back, that moment with them again. Just one like, more moment. Like, it was moment. so special. Yeah. Like, it was really good. Um, but when she says, um, uh, vividly emblazoned in my mind... Mm-hmm. Like, I can see you so clearly, you're vividly emblazoned in my mind, yet you're so distant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that Mm -hmm. so great? Mm -hmm. I mean, who hasn't been through that? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I remember um, in those days, I hadn't had a real heartbreak yet because I was still too young. Mm -hmm. Uh, So fast forward a couple, but I loved the song. And like I said, I was like, wow, I'm reading her diary. This is amazing. Um, I had... Then I started dating this guy, and, and then he broke up with me. And then I finally, first heartbreak, I was like, first of all, you don't even know what's happening. Right. You're like, uh, uh, w- yeah. excuse me. Like, you're lying in bed by yourself, like, in agony, in pain, 
like emotional pain. Right. And then I was like, oh my god, this is what she's talking about. And it now made, it you makes re- sense. It fully, you fully feel it. Uh-huh. And now that like that brings a whole nother level of of life into this song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why. Um, this album just I think anyone can relate to like number one her voice and emotion is going to hook somebody Mm -hmm. but then when you really feel and you've been through what she's been through you know it you now make that full connection that's why I think this is this is a masterful album yeah because she does it through so many of these songs Uh because like you say these these are lyrics from her diary yes they're like right right out of her heart and you know mariah writes really well she she has a lot of vocabulary Uh um so she's like the perfect songwriter but it shows you like her genius where she can take something that's a horrible experience and you know a, a negative feeling that people have and turn it into a beautiful piece of work. Make it beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the one thing that nowadays I sometimes think of is like, I wonder, because like I was saying, like, okay, we got the butterfly, then we got my all, roof, Fourth of July. Those are all like those, she's yearning back for those special moments. Mm-hmm. So, like in Fourth of July, they were like on the lawn watching the fireworks, they were up on the rooftop, you know, sipping you know Uh champagne i always think okay well what is the moment that she would give her all for again and in my theory because you know how we all have our own theories Mm -hmm. of what's going on (laughs) yeah i think this is the first night that they um had made love and she wants that moment back you know because your body laying next to mine and all of those things do you see what i'm saying oh see i'm thinking Oh, you mean he, that moment? Like that one more l- time? Well, well, she wants that again, but I think like that whole moment, she's reminiscing about that moment when uh-huh. they first did it. They uh-huh. got it in, uh-huh. and now she wants it again. So you think she's horny? No, I don't think. No, that's honey. We're over that. I'm just thinking. You know, the first time you do it with someone and yeah. you really like it, and now you want another. I'm not saying it like that, though. <laughs> I think of it in more like in a, like a love, a love, right? Like it was a special moment. She wants him next to her. Yes. One more time. Yes, probably more than once, though. But you see, I don't know. That's just me. I could see. Be crazy. I just see it as I just want you back in my life so badly that I would risk my life just for a. A moment. One more time. One more time. They, she yes. wants to do it one more time. Like, will you give me the D one more time? Oh, uh, see, I just, I never You don't thought, want to go there. You, it's never, too nasty for yeah. you. Okay. I, I, I <laughs> okay. never thought like that. I thought maybe they're cuddling. Well, obviously, I didn't think of it like that either until I really, like, was old enough to even think, you know, I don't know. I definitely was not a child thinking, ooh, this girl talking about her. Oh, no, I was not like that. Even though I was with Honey, I was like, this nasty woman. <laughs> Um, anyways, sorry if I just ruined the song for everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's still a beautiful, beautiful love song. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. So I, I'm I'm glad that Mariah still loves it so much that she continues to perform it nowadays. Because when she performs yeah. it nowadays, even, it, she really can give you still that same emotion. She can emote that same way that she did 20 years ago. I think my all is is a classic yeah. in the books. It's going to 
it's gonna be in the Mariah Carey catalog forever. Yeah, long, I think, long into the future. Right, and I think um, obviously, especially here in America, just like Honey, I think it's one of those songs that everybody does know. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it wasn't as huge as Honey, like yeah. Honey was huge and millions and millions sold and debuted at number one. Yeah, like this one was more, much more of like a climber, like climbed up the charts and mm-hmm. then it was there for like a week or two and then it was gone. Mm-hmm. But it's a song that touches you so much that everybody remembers. Yeah, and since most people only remember two songs from this album. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Butterfly? Oh, yeah, My All. I love My All. Everybody loves My All. Yeah, well, it's in the vein of, um, like, Hero and We Belong Together and maybe Emotions. When she does a live show, people want to hear that song. Right. They want to, you have to you do know, it. You have to do it because I think it being such a heartbreak song that everyone can relate to, mm-hmm. that's why they want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want they because it they, for the nostalgia. Yeah, if nothing else. But look at how one sweet day was is um, now one of the longest running number ones in the history of the world. People don't necessarily want to hear it all the time, right? When she does a live show, okay, and she doesn't do it all the time. But my all, she's got to, she has to do it. Yeah, well, I think I well, yes, I agree. I see what you're saying, but uh, yes, because I think one sweet day has a more um, a more vulnerable. Like you can't do that song all the time because it's just not appropriate. Yes. Whereas, like, oh, a broken heart, yearning over someone, sleepless yeah. solitude. That is much more um, relatable. Relatable. Oh yeah. Not necessarily. They're both relatable, but more like acceptable. Like oh yeah, because everybody, mm-hmm. even though everybody experiences you know loss and death as well. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's like a level of of. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Mm. Who knows? <laughs> but I think the fact I just end it yeah, like that. I think the fact that it's an, it's a number one doesn't mean um, she just does it because it's a number one. Like she has no she ha- she it. does it because people yeah. want it. Yeah, and, and, and she loves it. And I mean, let's not fool ourselves. She she can pull it off live mm-hmm. just as well as she could 20 years ago. Yeah, it's very easy for her. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's one of those songs where. You can easily, not easily, because not not everybody can sing and emote like Mariah. That's like a special gift of hers. Yeah. So it's. I was gonna say it's easy. It's easy for Mariah. Yeah. That's who it's easy for. Okay, but before now we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. But before we go, not only is the song iconic, we have to talk about the music video, mm. which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think like. Um, you know, when you talk about the lyrics of the video, same thing with Butterfly. Like, she's painting this picture, and when she says she's, like, laying in her sleepless solitude, almost dreamlike state, the video. Mm-hmm. It's like a dream. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. black and white, which is perfect. Yeah. The lighting is gorgeous. Uh-huh. Directed by the amazingly talented, rest in peace, Herberts. Yes, who's who, done a lot of people's videos. A lot. Like everybody. Everyone. And Mariah yeah. had been dying to work with him. Uh-huh. So when it comes to the videos for um, the Butterfly album, Mariah, Butterfly, she did herself mm-hmm. with Daniel Pearl. And then she had her friend Diane Martel for Breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I think The Roof. I can't recall. I think Dan did The Roof, too. I think she did. And then um, who did Honey? Who did Honey? Oh, um, Paul Hunter. Uh-huh. And then she wanted somebody. She'd always wanted to work with her, her Brits. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I have to do it. The label wouldn't let her. Really? the label makes these decisions. Yes. But finally, for Butterfly, they did. Uh-huh. And thank God they did because he perfect passed timing. away. It yeah. was perfect timing. Yeah. But how beautiful mm-hmm. is she in that video? Mm-hmm. The hair. Wet. Oh, my God. And she's laying on the back of the boat. Yes. And then floating uh, in the sea. Oh, my God. And then on the lighthouse with yeah. the man. That hair. And I remember, I think she said. Isn't the boat upside down? The boat is upside down. Yeah. So that's what's like. There's been chaos. Yes. She's been through it. It's the aftermath of whatever had happened. Yeah. And she's lying there, longing. Uh-huh. Beat up. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's so gorgeous. And then, like, there's, like, like, those lily ponds and things. But I think I remember her saying that when she filmed this video, they did it, like, on a soundstage or something. Yeah, you can and, tell it's a stage. Um, it's still beautifully done. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she had, like, hives or something. She had broken out in hives. Oh, yeah. But I remember this story. I don't know where she said that, but I yeah. think it was somewhere recently. Yeah. And... I was like, girl, you would could have fooled me because she looks 
flawless like porcelain yeah Yeah. how like they because it's not just like a black and white like that's like a she's like a porcelain Mm -hmm. gray color and it's so beautiful Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the lighthouse very surreal it is again very dreamlike every single music video for this era visually is stunning yeah no matter what and it's really but connected because you can watch the butterfly video where it's about releasing the love. So the, the lover has gone mm-hmm. and now she's still at home. She's still in, we're kind of still in that video, but now she's, it's nighttime. She's alone. And now she's dreaming about them. Right. So we're still in the same space. Still in the same space. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. The whole, the whole theme of it is going yeah. sort of right along with um, the, the, single releases Mm -hmm. or the video releases are going straight up with the track listing here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause like the whole back end of this album doesn't have any music videos. Well, whenever you call, but that's not a true video. It's like a matchup. It's a a live video that, which doesn't count. Right. And, but that was released like way, way later. Mm -hmm. Um, but these first couple of videos that she filmed in 1997. Yeah. They all go right down with the track listing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no Fourth of July, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they all are telling that story in that same theme, and so like that just lets you know that like they weren't just thinking, "Hey, let's just make a video." Mm. Like all of these videos have some connecting theme. Mm-hmm. You know, it maybe not be maybe not it might not be as apparent as something like it's like that and we belong together, mm. but all of these videos do string themselves together because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the album does. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, like I said, you know, it seems like the song butterfly is the core of it all. And then they all connect. To Everything that. sort of like comes, comes back to it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the whole theme Mm -hmm. it's the whole concept of this album tell you when mariah made this concept i don't know how how deep she was thinking of it Mm -hmm. to be but when you study it and you really it's girl it's deep Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. going there Mm -hmm. and she might she might have subconsciously done it she probably doesn't even know how how good it is it's true yeah yeah i have no idea but i know that looking back she knows how special this time and this album is Mm -hmm. not just for herself but for everybody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anyways i love the music video me too it's beautiful Here we are. The roof. This, this, this one, is, this, yeah, this is big. This is, I mean, where, how do we even? Yeah, there's so much to unpack from this song. It is, because it's just genius from beginning to end. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. For me. I- iconic. Yeah, for me. Iconic. Yeah, it's probably my money in the top two of my all-time favorite Mariah songs. Really? It's definitely up there for me. It, probably like definitely like maybe top 10. Okay, that's good it enough. T- cuz you know it changes all the time. I know, I know. Well, top yeah, it's definitely like top 10. It changes. It depends on what mood what mood I'm in, what the I mood. want to feel, I know, like I know. what I need, you know. Yeah. But I think I think as a song writing from the songwriting point of view mm. i think it's like one of her best 100 percent, because it's very lyrically driven and it tells a story yeah i mean i think a lot of the songs on the album do this but this one stands out this one's like a different style of storytelling um she's more talking well she's still talking to the lover and mm-hmm. i know and still it's almost like writing in her diary but at the same time when you watch the video clip she's almost sitting there telling you the story like you're right in front of me. Right. Gonna... And, and she goes back between like this current day and back then. Yeah. That's why it's like the roof back in time. Back in time, which I love. I just ah, always I loved love it. that. Just, I love it. I mean, yeah. it's such an easy concept. Like, hey, we're just going to reminisce about back in time. Yeah. Which is easy and anyone can do that. But the way she does it here and yeah. the way it flows in yeah. the story is so well done. And of course, the beautiful video that matches with it. Well, in the song, we're time traveling. Yeah, we are. Just, and that's why she does it in the video. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but when you read the title and it just says the roof, you wouldn't, you might not get it. You're like, what? What about the roof? But she's like, no, back in time on the roof. 
in parentheses. Right. Like that's what, right. That's what I'm going to tell you about now. This is the story. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's I think yeah. it's great. It's, it's, again, it's one a twist on the way of you would normally write a, a song, I suppose. Yeah. Or even write a story. Yeah. She does it. That's why I'm like she just is so good as a writer. Like, could you imagine Mariah writing a book? It would be so vivid. Mm-hmm. Like you would just know like the details in which she gives. Yeah. These stories. It's just like you just it puts you right there. Yeah, but this song is also important um, in terms of the butterfly movement because now we get to really see who she is as a musician because, A, it's, a, it's heavily hip-hop, very hip-hop. Correct, correct. She sampled Shook Ones from Mob Deep. Yeah, to all the killers and the hundred-dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped. Love it. And that genius move. That um the beat in it is so sexy and smooth. And it, and it sort of it has a hardness to it as well. Yeah, very yeah, you know? very hard. I, the, Gritty. the whole sound is very New York. Yeah, it's very New York. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're on the we're on a rooftop in New York City. Well, yeah, and she's <laughs> but she's like assembling the right pieces to tell that story too. Like, she found the right beat for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but only the, a New Yorker could put together a song like this. Yes, yes, and and tell the story and and put you in that spot. Yeah, um, but it's also we get to see her style, this whole new style of writing that she's never really done, like just making such a vivid painting with her words she's been like very poetic in in the post albums um, daydream and um music box and all them right but i think this is like something completely different because we're getting into like deeper deeper emotions true um i also just think lyrically it is um her genius of rhyming things Mm mm-hmm is really well done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll get into that when we get into more of the lyrics, but I just think overall this is true artist right here cuz this is what this is what any artist would want. Like yeah. musician, writer, they want to bring you somewhere. Yes. They want to have you feel certain emotions. Yeah. And this song does it tenfold from the just the sound alone from mariah's voice Mm -hmm. um and then from the lyrics Mm -hmm. like it covers it and it brings you there in every way yes and it's it's a different sound for her but i i think it's timeless and classic yeah you could hear this song on the radio today Mm -hmm. 20 years after it came out and it's not dated at all oh this is like yeah current i will still watch the video current day and i'll find something new in it i've never noticed and it and it but it's crucial to the storytelling it really is and they match it really well yeah um i think they did the same thing with um like the butterfly Mm -hmm. Uh, all the videos she does here like the visuals that she gives for all the videos on this album match the song so flawlessly yeah Especially this one. I love the coloration of it. Yes. The lighting. Yeah. Her, you know, she's going back to 1983. She has those Sergio Valente jeans. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just, it's very fair, very Farrah Fawcett uh-huh, uh-huh. in that grungy old bathroom. Yes. Ooh, that dirty old bathroom girl. But she was like getting herself ready. Because you can kind of. Oh, I love it. You, when you see those visuals of her in the video back in time, you can kind of visualize little. 18 year old mariah just hanging out with her friends oh that's yes that's exactly what it was oh my gosh and now it just clicked to me <laughs> what so fast forward to 99 she's talking to charlie rose about the rainbow album and he brings up the butterfly era uh-huh and she mentioned she said you know you know it's, it was about becoming myself again like being who i was because from out of high school i went into this marriage up until the divorce you know that was she was in a shell a cocoon right couldn't be herself
so the roof video is almost her kind of trying to pick up where she left off. Yes, I, I see where you're putting that together. Although this technically in the video, it takes place in 1983, but we're talking about like 1987 here. Yes. But really we're talking about like 1997, 96. Cause when she's going back in time to that roof, uh-huh. you know, it's like, She's going back, but it's been very couple, recent. A couple of years back. Well, not even a couple of years. Because uh-huh. I think this song is totally about her and Derek Jeter. Jeter meeting for oh, the first time. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Meeting for one of the first times. Like, cause, you one know, of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, like, second or third time, you know, yeah. where you got, like, that crush and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, but she's telling it, like, in a current day. But this is like, oh, because this is one of the final songs she did for the album. Mm-hmm. So she's talking about like, oh, maybe this is like a year ago. Right. But it's still back in time. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Technically, it's not the 80s. I don't think she's referring to somebody in the 80s. I just think that was a concept they went with. Could be or just someone's wearing a jacket like that. It's not super 80s looking because like Mob Deep looks pretty fresh. No, that's it. definitely supposed to be set in the 1980s. I mean, yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm not against that idea. Okay. Well, neither is Mariah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the 80s. Yeah. But like you were saying, it's because she those were like some of her last free moments. Yeah. Before, you know, the, the Tommy whole thing. Tommy era. So, yes. So, she is very nostalgic about the 80s. You know what's so weird? Like, now really, like, diving into Butterfly, I'm seeing what, what the Tommy era really was. Like, a dark period. Oh, very much so. I think in this song, she even s- sings about it. Um, so we should just get into the lyrics on it because we have to tell this story just like the way that she did. Well, yeah, let's Mar- let Mariah tell her side and we'll try to interpret it. Okay. sexiest songs it's so sexy because i didn't look at mariah music as sexy right and it's not like you know in your face you know brawn panties tits and ass sexy uh-huh this is like sultry sexy yeah just like the, the way she uses her vocals in it mm-hmm. is really sexy and then of course the the vi- music video setting very sexy mm. but in the opening lyrics she right there is putting us in in the vibe of this yeah like she's describing the whole moment on that rooftop, what exactly it was like, not leaving a detail out. No, I know. So, like, when she says, these opening lines when she's saying, it's not raining yet, but it's particularly, it's very misty, and it's November, and it's warm. There's, there's such a particular state of, like, weather in New York City. Right. Well, there was one time, a couple of years ago, um, I had to go see my immigration lawyer. He was, he's over on the east side, and it was a November day, afternoon, and it's winter in New York City in November. It's a colder, it's a colder time of year. But I remember I had left the office, and I was, was going to walk back home, and it was kind of warm, and it was super misty. And you could feel it was about to start raining. You could, it was that particular moment in, you're like, is it going to rain? I'm not sure, but there's mist everywhere. And then I was like, wow, this is exactly what she was talking about. And you about. go right back to the roof. The roof. Right. Because yeah. it is such a specific feeling. feeling. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the genius of Mariah's lyrical genius. But she's not making this up. Like this really happened. Like it was really not raining yet, but it was, and it was really misty. No, I agree. And it was warm I agree. in November. She's not making she's not just throwing that in for extra storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Like that's like she's setting the tone, setting the mood, yeah. setting the scenery of things. I yeah. mean that's that's you you have to do that. That's what people want. But that's they want to be yeah. brought exactly where you were. But that's where the artistry is, because if you had asked me, Oh, how was your lawyer's appointment? I would have been like, Oh, cool, it went well. I walked home. I wouldn't have said, Well, it was actually quite warm. Quite warm, but it misty. wasn't raining yet. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. See, like, see how she can like see that and go, wow, that's that's really beautiful. I'm going to mm-hmm. write about it. Yeah, uh, that's why I think it's she's a genius, and I wanted to write a book because I want to read it because yeah. I want all the details, girl. I want to know what was going on that day. Uh huh. Uh huh. But we get it in this song. Yeah. Get it in this song. So those lyrics set the mood, mm-hmm. and then she starts talking about what's going on inside of her. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, so it's like her heart is pounding. Yes. My inner voice resounding. Mm-hmm. Begging. Me to turn away. <laughs> like, so she's like, oh my God, should I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Yeah. So in my mind, um, she's met Derek Jeter. This whole album's about Jeter in my mind. Yes. Just for the, oh, of course. It, and it might not be about him, but in my mind This is. is all alleged, but yes. this is our theory <laughs> and our story. And we uh, we can have a story. And you can have your own ideas. That's fine, too. No <laughs> one's Mariah wrong. can know the truth, yes. and that's her business. No one's wrong. <laughs> um, but in my mind, she's already met Jeter somewhere else. Right. At an event or something. Yes. Or through a friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're going to this party tonight, and he's going to be there, and she knows that. Right. So she's, like, nervous all day. All day she's thinking about it. Like, oh, oh, I agree. Like, I, oh I totally agree. Because I think with my all, they had already met. They had already had a moment. Oh. And now this is like the second or third time they're seeing each other. Oh. And now she's still like got that like, you know, butterflies in her stomach. Yeah. Her heart is pounding. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. Like, this is like she's, that, she's into him. She's really into him. But nothing's happened yet. No, something has happened yet. Do you think something's happened? I think something happened in my all, like I said. Something's happened in my all, but she still has that feeling. No, no, no. But this is back in time before all of that happened. Uh, but I think this is like way back in time before all the heartbreak. No. Because that's why it's back in time. <laughs> I know, but she's telling the story current day, but like. Like this, because like, like we've gone through the butterfly, the um, my all, honey, all of that. But now this is where it all began. Back. We're going, we're but how back. would she know? No, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. No, because now she's totally right. But no, because now when she's depressed and broken up, she's in the limousine riding around alone. So now she's telling us the story. This is how it all happened. Now we're going all the way back. But when you say all the way back, I think you mean like 10 years ago, but it was literally like probably a few months. Exactly. Okay. To the beginning of this Maybe saga. Maybe that's what's throwing me off. No, we're going back to the beginning of the saga. So is my all in current day? My own current day, we're depressed and sad. Okay. Got it. And we're still depressed and sad in the roof, but we're just reminiscing. I, but I think she's d- sad and depressed about other things outside of this. Everything. <laughs> she's not sad and depressed about the heartbreak over Jer- Derek Jeter. She's sad and depressed about her life in the Tommy Matola world. That. It's a, it's, it's, it's See how you can much. be so many yeah. things. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> but we'll get to that because we haven't even gotten to the sad lyrics of this. Right now, right. We, we still got the butterflies on the misty night. Well, she's crushing on someone. Right. That's the thing. But, I, you know, the, the question is where in the time frame of things is this happening? Who knows now? Okay. <laughs> I mean, to each their own interpretation, but like, I get that she's like current day and then back then, but then the next lyrics are, um, uh, I only wanted you to taste my sadness as you kiss me in the dark, which I love that when she sings those lines, but th- the sadness she's talking about mm. is her current situation yes. or, or her, her previous her current situation, because when they're making out, when she wants him to kiss, she's in that situation with Tommy Matola. The divorce. The divorce. Breaking free. Okay. All that mess. No, she's still with Tommy Matola. Oh, you she's, she's sad she... about that current situation. She wants this new man who her heart is a flutter about to come kiss her sadness away because she is sad because she is not sad over like a heartbreak or a divorce or anything. She's sad because she has not broke out of her butterfly shell cocoon yet. And you see what I mean? I'm following you. Okay. And not only that, like you said, she knows the marriage is over. Right. But she's stuck. So she's sad. She's depressed. Uh-huh. But she finds this new love. Yeah. And she's like, and like her heart palpitations, like that's all she needs. And that's why she can't turn away. Yeah. Because it'll cause trouble. Well, no, because she, no, because she wants to, she wants to feel that. Yeah. She's so sick of being sad. She wants to feel that happy 
you know, crushing, you know, loving feeling for somebody. Oh, yeah. It gives her, you know, an adrenaline rush almost. Mm -hmm. So that's why she can't turn away. She has to go to the party to meet him or to see his face. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she's in her sad life right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. So in my mind. Lost in her life. Right. So in my mind, we're going back to November of 1996 when she's going back in time here. (laughs) (laughs) But that's for everyone else to interpret their own way. Yeah. Like she, okay. But either either way, this is like such a nice way of just like talking about having a crush on someone. It is because these are the feelings that you feel like, you know, your heart, you know, and everything. And you're like getting like you're sweating and you're getting nervous. And like, that's totally what she's going through. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. But also like back to the butterfly movement, this is kind of her finding herself again, because even though she isn't like the end of the marriage with Tommy and, and that and that Mariah Carey, too, is going away, who she was built up to be. This is like a new beginning. This is like part of the growing pains. Even though she's in pain, she can still see what, like... Right. She knows that there's an end, there's an out of this marriage situation, this sadness that she's in. She knows that. Yeah, but she's still finding, like, joy. She's still... She's not dead. Oh, yeah, I know. She's still... still, Yeah, that's... She's, like, rebirthing herself. Oh, of course. No, she's too young to be dead. Right. You know what I mean? Not dead inside. Not, you You know know what what I mean? mean? Like, she still has those feelings. But I think this is one of the first real true loves and attractions that she'd had. Or at least in a long, long time. Because, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, you know, you're in high school, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I got my high school boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But, like, she'd been with Tommy most of her adult life. This was, like, the first time that she was, like, able to have those butterfly feelings for another person. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was really excited about that. Yeah. And she was like, that's why she wants to reminisce about that night on the roof. Uh Uh-huh. About him caressing her that night on the rooftop. Yeah. That's what she, yeah, she's loving it. Yeah. She's falling in love, some would say. Yes. Oh, puppy love. Because it's the beginning of it. Because right now. Right. But you know when, like, you're young and it's one of your first, you're always like, oh, this is the one. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Because you're delusional. Yeah, she's already marrying this guy. Oh, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Uh They're already married, kids, white picket fence, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. And they haven't But you know what I mean? Like, when you just think everything is going to be perfect, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that's what I feel like she's going through right there. The The idea is there. Right. Right. And this person is going to save her mm-hmm. from this sad situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I know. And then, okay, so now we move on in the song, and she's in current day, and she's reminiscing, and she wants the man to caress away her feelings or her sadness, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then they go back, then she goes back to that night on the roof mm-hmm. where they pop in bottles mm-hmm. at the party yes at the party and this is one of the best lyrics in this song like it's genius the way that she can rhyme moet with liberated absolutely i know right I mean, come on yeah Like she took a little bit of artistic freedom in like like drawing out that moet word, but the way she did it was flawless. Yeah, but also this is like part of the good storytelling. It took her a little bit of liquid courage to kind of like loosen up a little bit Mm -hmm. because she's telling us like she's so like strung up and like, you know, in a state of stress, she needs a few drinks, Mm -hmm. loosen up a little bit, let herself become vulnerable to this guy. Exactly. She started feeling liberated and she surrendered to his arms. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, don't you? Oh, I want a man to do that. <laughs> Where's my man on the roof? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shoot. Yeah. But then comes, uh, and so she was like, and then one of my favorite lines, one of my favorite vocal moments 
um, is I was so caught up in the moment. Uh-huh. I love the way she sings yes, that. Yes. Uh, she couldn't bear to let him go. So I threw caution to the wind and started listening to my longing heart. Mm. And you softly pressed your lips to mine. So she gave in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, you know, because she's like, I probably shouldn't be doing this. Yes. You know, because she's still married. Yeah. She shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But she's like, I have to. It's like, there's just no way because the chemistry is there. The animal attraction. But you can see it's almost like a tug of war with herself. Where she has, right. Physically, she can't stop it from happening. But then her inner voice is like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't there's do apprehension. it. I can't. Yeah. I know because it's wrong to, you know, commit adultery. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I, this is, again, this is our story. This is my story. This is not Mariah's story. She, you can interpret it however you want. However, um, I mean, see, when you say that, like, I, I get, I did have moments thinking she's having an affair while married to Tommy. But then I also think it's post all of that. Like, it's in that state where it's all official. Like, I'm, I've left Tommy. It's done. I'm leaving the label. But that, that can't be because if you look at the timeline of when she wrote and recorded this album. Yeah. So this album was essentially done by the time she had announced. There was only six months before she uh, she left in December of 96. Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. She announced the separation in May of 97. Yeah. She recorded this album from January to like June or July of 97. She released it in in September of 97. So there's not a big window of time. Mm. That's why I think Mm. the relationship with Derek Jeter was going on in 1996. Mm. On the low. On the low, allegedly. But that's why she's able to write this song as looking back because it was a year ago. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And current day in, let's say, I don't know, whenever she really wrote this song, let's just say March of 1997. Yeah. That's current day. So now she's lo- looking back uh-huh. at that night on the roof, uh-huh. which was November of 96. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Some, something like that. You see my timeline? <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> So I do believe that she was having an adulterous affair, but that is just my own thought. And I'm not judging her. No. Because... You can't blame her. You cannot blame her. No. And Tyma Toll is a pig, yeah. allegedly. I'm just saying that just to be whatever. <laughs> I don't know the man. But he was cheating on his current wife with Mariah when he yes, met her. Yes, yes, So, like, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Yes. So that's just me. But you can see why there's... Why... You know, you, you can see why people are thinking, well, why don't you just go for it? What's your problem? Like, oh, this, oh, I'm getting the, the tug of war within yourself. Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, she says in, in the lyrics, I, feelings, I, feelings had surfaced I'd suppressed for such a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look I at know. her. Yes. This is, we can't do it justice because they're so beautiful. You can just read it yourself and it's such a beautiful poem. Without it music. really is. Yeah. Um, but it's so specific, like what she's talking about. I know. And, like and, this really, this yeah. situation really happened. Oh, yes. And I'm like, this is it, girl. Oh, tell me more. And this is like diary reading. I know. More diary, more diary, more of her diary. Right. Or more of just like her telling the straight up story. She's not even writing this down for people. Yeah. She's just telling you the story to your face like girlfriends over a glass of wine. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a good story, girl. I want to listen. Well, that's what that's what like the video looks like when she's in the limousine. She's like looking at you in the eye. Mm-hmm. We're in the limo after the club together. Yeah, and she's like, "I gotta tell, like, let me let me tell you something." Yeah, she's telling us this this moment of when they met. Yeah, almost a confession. Almost like, "Hey, I'm kind of seeing someone," and then you're like, "What?" And she's like, "We're like, girl, what?" Well, it wasn't raining yet, but now she's telling the story. Okay, well, she probably wouldn't have started the story that way. I know, way, I know, but... <laughs> I know. Like, she's got into it now. Yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. Uh-huh. Um, I just think it's 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 beautiful, and then they kiss, and then they make out, mm-hmm. and all of that. And then that's when they're like, you know, then they're going to have, like, their beautiful, you know, love relationship, boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Because, you know. Yeah. But, but an overall th- um a main element of this song is that she's constantly yearning for him. They're not together. Right. She's reminiscing 
and like and just wants to remember that time on the rooftop. It could even be one, like who knows who it is. It could even just be a one time thing. Could have been that she had a she had a good time with. Yeah, that was just nice in in this like just storm. a nice guy who yeah. picked her up in his big arms and started kissing her in the rain. Sure, yeah. of course. Well, she's in this storm of like turmoil, divorcing and labels and all that mess. It probably was just like one nice moment out of all of it. Are you little, saying she had a one night stand? Maybe like a one night kiss. Okay, maybe. Could be. Kiss session on the roof? Could be. Yeah. Could be. I don't know what these ladies do. Uh huh. I don't know. <laughs> it was just nice for her. And so she's just remembering it. And she loved and it. it. Just that moment gave her so much joy that she right, thinks so she's about going it. Back, right. Just like she is in my all and just like she is yeah. in Fourth of July. Like she's going back to those, those sweet moments. But she was longing for him then and she's still longing for him in current day as well. Yeah. That you never know, that never stopped. It never stopped. Even uh-huh. though current day, they're like not together. Yes. And then like, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's st- she's still in the same space. Correct. Men- like headwise. She still has a crush on him, longing for him, thinking about him. Right. I love I, I love what she's giving us here. She's yeah. giving us much that's why I want to hear her explain it. I know. Right? I need to I mean, girl, tell me the story, girl. Yeah. What really happened? How how much rain was there yeah. is what I want to know. <laughs> By the end of the song, is it full on drenching, pouring down rain? Yeah. Um, but she's she's hooked on him. She's totally hooked. Because look how there's that lyric about um, how last night she had a dream. She had the strangest dream. Right. In, in the bridge of the song. Yeah. And that they whisper they love each other. Subtly, though, very subtly, very subtly, just like a nice quiet whisper, just to test it, just to see, like, okay, Uh what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, I love that. But she has has to dream that it's not safe yet to do that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she's also dreaming it, it's not real yet, correct? But she wants it to be, she does fascinating, it's so so good. Such good songwriting because you can really get inside her head. I mean, all that was going on on that rooftop that rainy night yeah. is so good. Yeah. I wish I was there. I know. So good. That's always been one of my dreams living in New York City. I want to go to a good rooftop party. Oh, there's good rooftop parties. But not at a club. Like this was, like bootleg. Oh, party. like, you know, like just her and her friends hanging out. With a stereo and yeah. fairy lights, string lights or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, that could happen. We could still make that happen. I know. We need someone with a rooftop. I know, right? Um, Let's call someone up. Yeah, but one of the main. This song would not be as amazing as it is without the video clip. Exactly. Uh, This goes hand in hand because if for any chance you didn't know what was what she was singing about or the story she was telling. Yeah. The video tells that story. Perfectly. Perfectly. It's gorgeous. Yeah. There's no other words to it. Like you can't even like nitpick it to be like, oh, this is like. Oh, I don't like this, Uh or that's a bad shot, or like this, that, or the other. Like, every moment in there is good. The little dancing that they're doing, Mm -hmm. well, not Mariah, but like the other people. And then what I love about the video is, and this is Mariah, again, stepping out of the cocoon and letting people know, like, this is what I really like to do. Mm. I think this video and this song in general have a harshness to it not a harshness a hardness a harder edge mm-hmm. than things that mariah has have normally has normally done mm-hmm. um like there with the hard beat mm-hmm. with the you know with the sample from mob deep and then so almost like she's not like that little fairy princess girl yeah you know she's not like that ultra femme girl yes she's singing with a little bit of a, a you know bass and you know she's portraying herself as like you know a sexual a, a sexual thing woman like yeah. it's not um uh-huh. it's not like a all like you know little rainbows and butterflies well it's not there's nothing metaphoric about it there's no the butterfly flew away and horses run right and, it's a straight up story yeah um but when it comes to the whole video i will say i like that she made the video the rap version Oh, yes. With Mob D. Yes. Like, she didn't do the album version for the video. That's no. where she was, like, putting her foot down. She's like, no, if we're doing a video... Mob Deep's in it. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And because you know how she had to do two different videos for Fantasy with ODB? Yes. This now 
shows that like oh no we're doing it my way yeah this is how it's happening uh-huh. we're not doing an album version video mm-hmm. and then the other video there mm-hmm. will be one video and that's what people will know so that people everywhere especially us in the u.s who didn't get a single yeah we can hear that rap yes. from mob deep which i think is the better version oh 100 i think that version is the best this um the the mob deep mix of the roof and the Bone Thugs extended mix of Breakdown. Uh huh. I would be totally happy if they got deleted off the album and replaced with the extended mixes of both of them because I think they're the better versions. I think those are the better versions as well of both songs. Yeah, I I agree on that one. But just going back in time a little bit, you see how like with Fantasy, there's like the album version and there's yeah. the ODB remix. I actually like the regular version, the album version better. Than the ODB. I love the ODB. I like both. I, yeah. I like both, but I'm glad that there's the two very distinct versions. Yeah. Because I like them both, and I like I like the album version of Fantasy opening up like that. However, with this, I would prefer the, the remix version on the album. Well, the remix version, the thing with the Fantasy is the... The original original fantasy versus ODB mix. The the songs are, are drastically different. Yeah, correct. But with the um, the roof and breakdown extended mixes, they're pretty. They're the same. They're very song similar. Extended they're, they're the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. that's why fantasy is a different story. I think. Okay. But I bet if Mariah had her way, she would put the ODB version on. Yeah. I'm just saying that's that's even though we love that version, that would not have worked well back then. Back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine it was flipped and ODB version was on the album and then you got this like pop mix on the single. That'd be exciting too. That would be exciting. Absolutely. And I then just we'll have the same that... conversation saying, I wish it was the pop one. And the... I know. Yeah. I know. You know us. We, we can never be satisfied. Never be satisfied. Uh, but I just, I just think that's a, like a very uh, big statement for her to like sort of put this video out, make sure it is the extended uh, remix version yeah. with, the, oh, with the Mob Deep rap. Yeah. And um, I love it. And that's just, that's going to show Mariah's taking control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, we cannot talk about it um and do it justice you just have to study read the lyrics listen to the song watch the video right and just take it all in it's and and take it how you will because you know we all have stories Mm -hmm. and and we all interpret things very differently so this is one of those songs even though she lays out these lyrics pretty clearly Mm -hmm. you can always interpret them one way or another well yeah but that's the that's the whole point of like a, a genius artist is that you it is open to interpretation even though it's clear you still gotta figure it out you still gotta you know you can't quite figure it make out make it work for yourself is what you gotta do yeah you gotta make it work for yourself and how you're going to relate to it and what makes sense to you yeah and that's why this song is just genius it's the best yeah well it's look really at the best look at how other great artists in the world like picasso they have paintings from, you know, 100 years ago, Monet, hundreds of years ago, Leonardo da Vinci. Hundreds they, of years ago. Oh. Yeah, they paint, they paint something. It's a little bit abstract and people study it for centuries. Yes, Trying to course. figure it out, going around and around, trying to like pondering on it. Like, you know, what are the techniques? What style did they use? What's the story in here? Who is she? Right. That, I think this is one of those pieces. It's really a, a genius, a masterpiece. A masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Love it. Infamous, knock them out the box. Infamous, box. 